Hey, welcome to Podcast versus Podcast. We're back again, me and Piers, in the stude. Every Yo. day. You have been yeah. so up-tempo this week. That's right, baby. You've got, yeah. be, 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 You've got so much energy. It's very strange. Hey, okay. All right. I was energized by Evan last week. Yeah? Yeah, that's what it was, sugar. Well, I energize you too, though. Nah, you kind of drain my energy. No. Next week, I'm I... going to be like, all I all do, my energy went to beers. All I do is support you. It's literally all I do. I wish you'd do a little more, to be honest. What about when I vote for your ideas and then you sandbag me? Mm. Or you, you like pull a rug out from under me? Mm. Or hit me in the knees with a pipe? Mm, that was a good episode. Uh, we should we should bring that one back. I did not care for that episode. I was in a lot of pain that episode. <laughs> Still limping, by the way. Still limping around the oil rig. That was months ago. <sighs> Welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. Hi, my name is Eric Ivanovich. I'm this Piers, is Piers Ray. Ray. Welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. I'm Piers Ray. This is my sh- name is Eric Ivanovich. And this is a show where Eric and I pitch podcast ideas to each other in the hopes of finding a podcast that we, as best friends, can do together. It has I mean, not know, happened yet. You've been you've been laying on the best friends. I feel like you forget pretty sometimes. heavy. I feel like you forget. I feel like you forget that you're not my best friend. <laughs> I am your best friend. You're honestly, Piers, you're top five, definitely. You're definitely a top five friend. Who's your tough who's your best friend? I mean, number one, gotta be Fran. Fran's not a friend. It's gotta be Fran. Fran's not a friend. She's Fran a, was my best friend before we even were dating. She is a life what? Yeah. Get what? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. It makes 100% sense. When did she become your best friend? I would say day I met her. I don't think that's true. I know (laughs) that's not true. Maybe a year and a half after I met her. Nobody becomes your best friend the day they meet you. I'm not very very good at first impressions. (laughs) Yeah, you're real good at at making other people feel small (laughs) within five seconds of meeting them. Oh, God. It's a real talent. I wish that I wasn't such a fucking awful communicator well maybe if you told your best friends that they were your best friends more often i will let my best friend know that that she's your life partner she's not your best friend Uh, does does that disqualify her from being my best friend look a lot of people like to say that they're oh my girlfriend's my best friend my boyfriend my husband's my best friend no that's your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your partner your whatever the the best friend that i don't live with that's me it's not you you're in my top four best friends that I don't live with. Well, a second ago I was top five, so I think I'm just going to keep arguing until I'm number one. You know, Pierce, honestly, you were a top three friend that I don't live with. Yeah, number number two. Yeah, who's number two? Number two? Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Who's number one? I'm not going to tell you. Why aren't you going to tell me? Because there. Wait a minute. This is a classic smokescreen. You're saying, you know what, Eric? I'm going to let you have it because I get what you're doing here. Yeah. You're trying to make yourself look cool for the listeners. Yeah, well, I am pretty cool. If you're listening to so the podcast. So many best friends. He's got so many. He's a big man. If you have rated us five stars on iTunes, then you are my best friend. Are you, kid- are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I've rated us five stars on iTunes. Other than peers. I'm going to. I'm going to do that tonight. Hey, pitch me a fucking podcast. We've been recording for almost five minutes. Fine. I will. It's called Canadian Spooky Yarn. <laughs> what? Canadian spooky yarn. Canadian spooky yarn. Well, I was watching. I was watching American Horror Story the other day, and I realized. Oh, <laughs> and I realized. 
I was like, what what is he doing? What what can I Canadian spooky yarn? I'm trying to think of what rhymes with yarn. You seemed so lost. I was so lost. I had to help you. It's even worse than I thought it was. <laughs> it sure is. Oof. But I realized there's a real simple formula to that show. Hugely successful. We could be that Canadian version of that. Even though we are no longer Canadians because we live in our own micronation. I would move back for this. Yeah, for this. I'm already committed to Canadian hey, spooky yarn. All right with me then. All are right. you ready to vote? <laughs> well, do I even need to finish the pitch? Uh, please do, actually. Just so, for posterity. We take... A well-known, just a big stack of well-known ghost stories and urban legends and hauntings from around Canada, from around the sure, world. It sure. doesn't matter. We'll, we'll sure. focus on Canada, which I guess is like Wendigos, <laughs> Bigfoots. Yeah, of course. Uh, some of those frost spirits that mislead you like a will-o'-the-wisp. Ogopogo? Skinwalkers. It's um, a lot of Native, Amer- Native American mythology. Thunderbirds. Guess, local stuff. Thunderbirds. Good stuff. Uh, we take a bunch of these ghost stories, urban legends. We just throw them all together in a big pot. We take the mess out of a story out, and we find whatever the unifying theme is. doesn't really matter. And then uh, throw in some passionate sex scenes, some of our favorite songs, and uh, we just call that a season arc, and we turn it into a radio drama. Sweet. So it's basically like a creepypasta-type podcast, you know, where they act out these, these stories, but we do it, say, 12 episodes... 12 episodes, and it's not... What about 13? Can we do 13 episodes? Yeah, okay. Oh, oh of course. It's a ghost podcast. It's, it's a, a horror podcast. Number. It's gotta be 13. Can I tell you, have Triscodec- you ever read... phobia. Have you ever read the short story or watched the movie 14, Room 1408? Of course, both. Read um, it, loved it, watched it, also good. Isn't it fucking stupid when they're like, wait a second, f- one, four... And eight added together makes 13. Uh, does John Cusack's character say that? I feel like, because when, basically when John Cusack's character goes to stay in this haunted hotel room, for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, it starts having an effect on his mind. In the in the short story, he's like narrating to himself in his book. That's so you get a lot of like his inner monologue yeah. out, which is a fine device, I think. So he's, does he say that or does someone else point it out? He points it out and it's like a revelation, like, oh shit. This is a spooky hotel. Like it actually means something. Yeah. Whereas if this was in China, it would have had to have been like room 4000 or room 1111. And then the guy would be like, my God, that makes four. That's the number associated with death. (gasps) The ghosts are evil. (laughs) I don't remember if they did that in the movie. When they converted it But they did definitely do it in the... In the short story. I know. I'm just saying when they dubbed it for, for Chinese audiences, they had right. to change oh, all the I numbers see. in the movie. Yeah, because if it was just left as 14 or 8, they're like, what? I don't care. 13? 13? Who gives a Whatever. shit about we, that? I'm not scared. We have 13th floors in all of our buildings here, except yeah. for ho- like tourist hotels. Yeah, but the dumb English speakers come come over and they're like, oh, 13. Oh, I don't want to go live on the 13th floor. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, I ran into a Western tourist once and he asked... I asked him, where are you staying? And he's like, oh, I'm on the fourth floor of my hotel. And I <laughs> I got out of there. My I my feet were it. like, whoop, 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 whoop. and then I, I left like a cloud of dust. Oh, a little puffball full of twigs and leaves in the lake? That's right. Good for you. You don't want to stay on the fourth floor of a hotel? Death will find you. Yeah. Should we have been doing like racist accents during that last, so uh, that they know that we're Chinese people? No, we definitely shouldn't have. I'm glad we didn't. Okay, good. I'm really glad we didn't lean into that. Cool. Um, tell me about this podcast. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, it's 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 just like a 13 episode. Uh, it's really easy because we don't have to do any of the real writing ourselves. We just take ghost stories and reappropriate them. 
So uh, what are what are your classic Canadian ghost God, stories? Classic Canadian ghost stories. So you uh, okay? How about Hitchhiker at the Side of the Road? The uh, you could have a bu- we could just do a theme of that. It's nothing but hitchhikers. So it's you and me in a truck going cross country and just dealing with the ghosts that typically like we drive from one end of Canada to the other, and we're just and there's dealing... a hitchhiker in every province. Oh, thirteen hitchhikers. Oh, thirteen hitchhikers. Thirteen provinces slash territories. God, Canada really is the spookiest country. Gulp. <laughs> and it doesn't have to just be like okay, you got the phantom hitchhiker. Right. Who's the guy that they pick up and then You got the ghost hitchhiker. You got the ghost hitchhiker. You got the spirit hitchhiker. You got the woman you got the uh woman in white who isn't technically a hitchhiker, but they stop and pick her up anyways. <laughs> you got uh the inverse of it where it's the phantom truck driver that picks Whoa. us up when our truck breaks down. Now the first time I heard that, that one fucked me up. Oh, you mean when you saw it in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. Large wow. Marge? Wow. One of the scariest scenes. That's a great scare. So scary. So, so scary. I've seen horror movies with nothing that scary in it. Yeah. Have you ever seen a movie called The Ring? Who gives a shit? I I was actually extremely frightened by The Ring. When I went home from seeing it for the first time, I went home to an empty house and I put a blanket over my TV. <laughs> it was on static when I came in. Was it really? I don't know why. And it was the TV in the basement. Yeah. So I came into the house and you just hear like that weird high pitched yeah. noise that there's a TV on somewhere. I'm like, hello. Oh man, I know. I, I love that noise. It's like 1 a.m. And you went into the basement like, why? Who turned on the TV? So you put a blanket over the TV. I couldn't find the remote to just, turn it off. <laughs> and does it like, not have a button on the TV? I couldn't find it. I was too scared. So I was really scared. Imagine, imagine I just imagine the little girl from the ring like trying to crawl out of your TV and just like. Doop, doop. Hey, hold on. Can someone Oh no, there's someone a blanket. This blanket, please. Yeah. She Hello? can go through she can go through anything else. But that blanket is going to stop her. And it was a thin blanket. Like How I could still see the static. Oh, I was in high school, junior high, old enough to not be a coward. <laughs> but I was I I had just seen it for the first time and I was so it's a it was a scary movie. It really got under my skin. Right. It was like when I saw The Grudge for the first time. Yeah. Juwan. Do you ever hear the song the Grudge by Tool. Did you know that Jew on the Grudge is like the third part? It's the third movie in that series originally? I didn't know that. Okay, well now you do. And no, I don't know that song by Tool. It goes sort of like, Where the Grudge like a crown? Negativity. Wow. Uh, sort of like that. That's good. That's makes me I wanna... should be the lead singer of our band. <laughs> that makes me want to listen to that song. I would be down for you being the lead singer. Why don't we both sing like Simon and Garfunkel? Ooh. I thought one of them was a singer and one of them was a songwriter. Probably, but they both sang together. They did those uh, two-part harmonies. Anyways. Anyways. Is it time for my pictures? Although that might just be Neil Simon on his own. Did Neil, was it Simon and Garfunkel who did America or just Neil Simon? Paul Simon? Yeah, that's the You one. fucking plebe. Oh, I'm sorry. You fucking clown. Yeah, so did Neil Simon do it or what? It was Simon and Garfunkel. It was Simon and Garfunkel? Okay. That makes sense. That yeah. makes a lot more sense than uh, than Paul Neal doing it on his own. <laughs> Art Neal. Oh, Art Neal? Is that his name? Sorry. Ugh. Duh. <laughs> um, is it time for my pitch or what? Yeah, it's time for your pitch. Do you have any questions about my pitch? Do you want to show like a modicum of interest? Nah. Fine. Lay it on me. Get it over with. Oh, man. I am getting loopy. 
It was pretty quick to get loopy. Yeah, you sure were. Well, it's because you spent so much of our warm-up session today just laughing hysterically (laughs) at nothing. Very strange. Um, So this is a pitch. Now, this is a good pitch. I don't have a good title for it. Okay. Okay. Um, This would be a pitch where I'm going to try and teach you blood magic. This would be a podcast where I teach you about blood magic. I don't want to learn blood magic. I know you have your crystal thing going on. Uh, The crystals are to keep your blood magic out of my parts of the oil rig. But anyways, this would be a podcast where every episode you would ask me, like, here's the thing about blood magic. You think that it's evil. You think that it's It is scary, evil. But it has a lot of practical application. Practical so, applications do not make something not evil. Like, that's your argument. I know you think it's evil, but it's pretty useful. Here's what, so you would come in and you would say, okay, here's a problem I've been dealing with lately in my life. Just as, maybe it's a minor inconvenience. Maybe it's something that's like, uh, it's a big chore that you have to do and you want to save some time out of your day. Come at me with a problem. I will tell you how I would use blood magic to solve it. And I'll teach you that spell. Okay. Um, and, got... it, and it'll be good for the listeners. Oh, wow. Great. Okay. Yeah. I, here, I'll lay a few on you. Um, just, just one at a time. All right. Number one. Okay. Uh, I have yeah. a best friend. Yes. I won't say his name. Okay. Eric is it Shane? It's probably Shane McClain, right? He is my best the friend. Beauf. The Buf. The Um, No. No, it's another one of my best friends. Okay. One of my besties is, uh, he's going through a real dark phase right now. Yeah. Where he's collecting blood. Right. And using it to cast magic spells. Uh, mostly he's taking it from people. Some from animals. Yeah. Which I don't care. I care for him, the fact him he's taking it from animals. I, I don't like that. I care for that even less than him taking it from human beings. Uh, and it's really creepy and weird, and I wish there was a blood magic spell I could use to stop him from going down this dark, dark path. So what you're looking for is a, uh, is sort of a, a ward against blood magic. Yes, and I found that with, uh, I've been using crystals. Okay, well, you can pitch your own fucking podcast about, pris- about crystals. Yeah, I have a blood magic spell that gem power. I have a blood magic spell that'll shield you against blood magic. No, no, it do- I don't want to sh- be shielded against blood magic. Well, you're going to shield, but you you want to shield him from blood magic. I want, no, I want, I don't want to shield him. I want so to first use you, the magic to persuade him to put this whole weird obsession you you, aside. You take an animal, any animal will do, slit its throat, drain the blood. God almighty. You might need two all animals. Of the blood? All, of, all of the blood, yeah. This is a powerful spell. Right. Um, it's not usually for beginners, but I'll put it out there. Right, fine, Depending fine. on what the animal is, you might need two or three of it's them. It's not like you're giving the specifics of it. Like, you're not going to tell us all the incantations, are you? No, but I will put those up on the on the website so that you okay, can cast cool, this spell. Cool, cool. So basically, you drain drain uh, two, three, four, maybe five or six or seven, maybe eight or nine animals of their blood. Oh put it in God. a huge vat. Uh, you stir it at a slow speed for about 12 hours. Don't go too fast, but also don't stop stirring over a low heat. It's got to simmer over a low heat, right? After about 12 hours, you'll see there will be like a, like a blood film on the top. Mm-hmm. You remove that. You put that on top of your head or your friend's head, I suppose. Yeah. Whoever this friend may be from top of the head. Um, and then just leave that there. That'll be good protection for maybe a week or two from mm-hmm. any, any kind of blood magic. Well, that's not at all what I asked you. So your answer is useless, first of all. That's not a pra- – like, that didn't give me what I wanted. Totally unrelated to what I asked. Listen, do you want a blood magic spell that casts a huge lightning bolt? Here, how about this? Is there a blood magic spell that stops – that, like, forces someone to listen to me when I talk? Like, yeah. forces them to actually – like, their brain has to process what yeah, comes so what, out of Yeah, so what mouth. you want is, like, a mind control spell is basically what you're telling me. No. So what you do is you, no. take, you take some animals, you slit their throat, you drain the blood into uh, a big vat. Oh, this is so 
Oh, this is god awful. God awful. <laughs> I'm sticking to my crystal gems. They are they're healthy. They are it's like a white magic. You know what I mean? Like a light magic. Not this dark evil shit. Um blood magic isn't dark. It's not evil. It's it's pretty evil. It's darker than white magic, is I suppose. It, it's not. It's is there, not like it's is black there a, magic. Is, it is black magic. It's not purple magic. Yeah. It's not dark green magic. But do you think neither of those are problems? Dark green magic, that's like forest magic. Purple well, I'm magic. I'm just saying it's not as dark as... Purple is actually just the color of magic in general. Like, if you were to define the concept of magic and people said, what, what color do you think that is? You would say, it's a, it's a deep violet. It's a, yeah, it's that's a darker than blood magic. Purple. Blood magic is bright red. I think that I think it's not bright red. It's a deep red that then turns into black if you leave it long enough. Well, yeah, if you leave out any kind of magic long enough, eventually it's going to turn black. You got to refrigerate it. Okay, put well, it in Tupperware. Another thing, please stop using my Tupperware to store blood. Okay, because I, I refuse that to, to do that. Are my, you ready to vote? I use that Tupperware to divide my meals up by day. Okay, all right, and I'm sick of my pasta dishes tasting like whatever that is. Magic. No. They're magically delicious. Let's vote. Let's vote. I vote for mine. Yeah, of course. Great, great. I vote for mine because yours is terrible. Because okay. it doesn't actually answer any of the questions that I'm asking. Well, it, I'm just, you know, it's not it's not perfect. I'm trying to find the best blood magic spell for the purpose that you're looking for. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. You are trying to meet me halfway. But the fact is that your school of magic that you've... You don't need to do this, Eric. You don't need to be a blood magician. Like, we moved out to these oil rigs... We brought the VPL with us. You found this occult section, and you just went fucking berserk. Like, you don't have to be a blood magician. I do. Or I a do. blood wizard. What no, do you call yourself? A blood, blood magician. Mage? Thank you. Blood magician. Blood magician. Yeah. That's also stupid. The fact that if you practice... That's also stupid. If that's, all, that's also stupid. If you practice blood magic, you have to be called a blood magician. Yeah. I don't want to do anything where I'm called a magician. Okay. Okay. I'm a wizard. Wow. I'm a mage. I'm an archmage. I am not a magician. Are you a sorcerer? I would be a sorcerer. Hey, thanks for listening to Podcast versus Podcast. Uh, if you want to subscribe to us, you just go to iTunes and you're hit the You're already button. subscribed. I don't know why you're fucking... <laughs> There's nobody, like, not subscribed at this point. Basically, all we want you to do is, uh, like, get involved with us. Leave us comments and likes and things because it, yeah. it helps bump us up, apparently. Yeah. So the more that people do that, the more we get noticed. Yeah. And we're, we just... We really want people to move out here because we're running out of... We're not running out of people. No, no, we got tons of people. I can make more out we of have, blood. We have plenty of free citizen slaves. Anyway, not making a blood golden. Okay? I will. I've made a few already. I didn't tell you. Anyways, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. I don't care for that.